I, well, here's how I knew it was going to go bad. I got up and I said, uh, uh, I think it's important before we start this that I let everyone know that I'm Native American. Otherwise, this is going to be real racist real fast. And then I go, uh, and they were like, okay, wait, like, hang on. They didn't know whether to laugh or not. And then I go, I'm an enrolled member of the Chickasaw Nation. And then they clapped. And I was like, oh, no. I was oh, like, they man. clapped just because I'm native. Like that, I was right. like, this crowd's gonna hate me. Welcome to another episode of the What's So Funny About podcast brought to you by the Liberation Comedy Project, liberationcomedy.org. I'm your host, Pedro Silva. And on the podcast, we love to say that we talk to funny people about serious subjects. And today we have a funny one for you. We're talking to Blake Pickens, actor, producer, comedian, and overall funny guy. Enjoy. I'll let Blake introduce himself a little bit more, but Blake uh, identifies as indigenous. We're going to be talking about Thanksgiving, so I'm imagining hilarity will ensue. So what's up, Blake? Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me, dude. I'm happy to be here. I, it's weird to say identifies as, like, because I just am. Like, I don't know yeah, that, like, yeah. I identify as it. I'm just, that's what That's I a am. liberal thing, man. Oh, is that what? Okay. Because <laughs> I, I say so identifies black, and you can look at me and just be like, "Yeah, <laughs> he's like, black." Hang on a second. He, yeah. <laughs> well, with that even name, though I did see not. a black person that said he identified as uh, some completely different thing, and I was like, "Oh, kid, dokey." Yeah, I think if you're like, you know, everybody got to do whatever makes you happy, but like, yeah, it's, right. I, that's a weird way to like, because when I when I tell people like, "Oh yeah, like I am." Uh, when I introduce myself, it's like I'm Blake Pickens. I'm an enrolled member of the Chickasaw Nation of Oklahoma. There's no like identifying in that. It's just right. like that's what I am. Right. Yeah. 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 No, I, I I'm glad you called that out. And uh, <laughs> so let me ask you this, because like when I think about comedy, I know especially if you come, we talked about this before. When you come from a background that is. I, I, there's a lot of terms we use. I'm just using them just for sake of conversation. But let's say marginalized, yeah. com, you know, community. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we were like, we were marginalized for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, to me, la being able to laugh at some of this stuff that's painful is like a bomb. You know what I mean? It's like it's like uh, just it's part of survival. Um, and at the same time, sometimes we we might laugh about things that people who don't come from those types of backgrounds think like, how can you laugh at something like that? You know? Yeah. And and I know like when we were talking a couple of weeks ago, it was just like one hilarious thing after the other of things that sounded like abuse and <laughs> <laughs> and everybody around us was like, Are they okay? Are they like what do they why are you laughing help? at that? <laughs> well, like, man, it's like like I like if you're in a tragedy, you don't know you're in a tragedy. Like you right. like you aren't you aren't experiencing life like that every day. Cause if you did, like you'd just like you'd be like, I'm done. I like, right. I don't want to be in this anymore. Like that's you like growing up poor. Like you still laugh about stuff. You're not just like, right. Oh, I'm still poor all the time. Like you don't think that <laughs> like it's right. people outside who look at you and go like, Oh, how tragic for them. And then they move right. on and live their life. They don't do anything right. about it. They just go, Oh, it must be so hard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like, w were you like the funny person in your family and then comedy evolved out of that? Or was it just something you stumbled onto? How'd you end up in comedy? Literally everybody in my family was funny. Like my, my 
mom, my dad, my brother, my grandma, my grandpa, like aunts, uncles, they're all funnier than me. Like mm. I just like was the one who pursued it like professionally, but they're all fucking, they're so funny. And yeah. like, cause like you have to be like, whenever you you're dealing with stuff like that, like you just, you, you either laugh or you cry about it. And like right. my family always chose to laugh about it. But like, it was for me, I found it because everyone around me was funny. I wanted to be like that. I wanted to also like, I, I, I noticed like, oh, if you say this thing this way or do this thing, like mm. if you fall down, right. If you do these things, mm-hmm. like people will laugh and like, it makes them happy and they have a good time. And right. so like my grandma was, uh, you know, show hoarders. She wasn't on hoarders, oh, yeah. but like she could have been, she's yeah. a top candidate. Um, yeah, yeah. Like if she met you one time in your, in her life and was never going to see you again, doesn't matter if she saw something at the uh, thrift store that was like your size, she would just buy it. And she didn't mm. put it in a in a room in her house in case she met you again, so she could give you that that piece of clothing. Wow! And so like we had like a whole room just full of costumes. So like me, my brother, and my cousin, we watched this show called. Uh, we watched Mad TV, uh, and then we had watched uh, this show called All That, which is like a kids sketch. Oh show. yeah, I remember that kids show, like yeah. kids version of sketch comedy. And so we were like, oh, we should do that. That's fun. And so we would use those costumes because we had all these clothes and like put mm. on stuff that we were seeing in the community. And that's where my sense of humor developed really because it developed really dark because like right. we would see DHS come in and take our like cousins away from our aunts and uncles, like all that sort of stuff. But when these DHS workers came in, they would like they didn't understand the community. They didn't understand what was going on. And so like mm. we thought it was funny that like they were like, fancy and we were poor so like my grandma had this like fake fur coat um mm. and so we put on this whole sketch of like me being the dhs worker like coming in and like taking my cousin who was playing the baby uh, away oh, from my geez. brother and like like so like and like we would make that funny because like we were talking about like the like them not understanding the culture but mm-hmm. like thinking they're doing the right thing right like and so like it just like very early on like developed in a kind of a dark way yeah, no, nah, I get that. It's funny because I was like probably the least likely of my family to be uh, doing comedy as well. And because yeah. my family was also hilarious, but it was always so cutting. You know what I mean? Like oh, they, yeah. they pick out like the, the hardest thing about you. And even a part of my family that's on the more like Hispanic side, like even like my cousin, we had a cousin named, I had a cousin named Flacco. His name is not Flacco, but we call him <laughs> Flacco, which is skinny. Mm-hmm. And then we had his brother was Gordo, right? And it's oh, like Gordo, so yep. basically calling them fat and skinny. You know what yep. I mean? And it's yep. like, like to other people, they hear that outside and it's like, what? They just call them fat and skinny. Uh-huh. You know? and, and then like on the on black side of my family was also like, just like this, like cutting thing. So I like for a long time, I kind of, it would go through my mind, but I would be like, no, I'm not going to say it because that like could hurt somebody. And I know how, how it goes. And I told you about my, my mom's whoopty doo. Oh, dude, that was thing. funny. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm, I'm not ready to say up here yet, but, but, uh, but, but at some point, I, I started. I knew that I knew what to do. I just didn't was like holding back from doing it. Um, but then I started realizing, like, in some instances, I needed it as an outlet. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, absolutely. And, yeah, and then it's and also like a bridging tool, which I work primarily in the bridging space uh, now. And so it was like, okay, how can we find what's funny here to bring people together across differences and to humanize things that they might not be able to feel like they can relate to, but to bring it in 
um, in a way that does uh, humanize people from different backgrounds and help them see like that might not be your yeah. reality, but it's not less of a way of being human um, with other people. So I, uh, I that's that's kind of like why I started kind of pulling it out more. And I started doing it as a pastor because uh, mm -hmm. when I first started preaching, I was very like, like, here's the depressing things that you should feel crappy about so you can you know, make the world better. And I yeah. had a dude say to me, like, if you're going to be this depressing, you should at least tell a couple jokes. And that's kind of, and that's yeah. how I uh, that's how I kind of started doing more uh, comedy, which uh, yeah. I want us to get into Thanksgiving and and just like we'll laugh about it. But, yeah. But I also speaking of preachers, and I told you I I was looking forward to us talking because Oklahoma had uh, made me sad this week or the past couple weeks. Know. Not just Oklahoma, but I I don't know if I mentioned my friend uh, Carlton Pearson. He's like a bishop, yeah, in Oklahoma, and he's like he's not doing well physically right now. Yeah. And a lot of Christians were kind of like coming out against him negatively because he's like a very inclusive person. And he used to be uh, more. That's weird that like it's weird that they like don't like inclusivity, which is like, right. I mean, if you read the Bible, like you're kind of right. just supposed to love everybody. But right. some people right. read it and they're like, no, there's a lot of hate in there. I like I like hating. Yeah. Yeah. Hate <laughs> is where it's at. Yeah. If you got yeah. hate in your heart, let it out. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. <laughs> and and to them, like I think heaven in their mind is like so small. They were like, we got to get rid of some people, you know, so they can make room, <laughs> yeah. make uh, room for them. Room for yeah, yeah. Yep. So they like uh, so a lot of people were turning on them, and it was making me angry. But then I started thinking about how can I turn it into a comedy. So like most of my uh, comedy is like something that pissed me off, and then I try to like make it funny to myself. Yeah. Like I just take it to the most ridiculous level. So I've been working yep. on a um like a church. Uh, church uh, related comedy skit set. Okay. But it's like calling out the hate, but then making it like kind of like it's love. But yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but yeah. Like, calling it, this is what they were doing. You know what I mean? And uh, it's actually making me look crazy because I be, I keep working on it while I'm in the car by myself. And I was at a light and I was <laughs> like, this, like, and then I looked and somebody was looking at me and I was like, oh, shoot. You're like, hey, I would, <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> but like, I guess to wrap it into Thanksgiving, like I feel like a lot of the hate, like self-hate, because there's a lot of black, he's black, and a lot of people yeah. that are coming out of him are black. And but they adapted this like version of Christianity that has kind of like an embedded um like white I, I you know, I don't throw this word out a lot, but like white supremacy, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. then black people who believe this particular thread then get angry and harmful to other black people, you know, oh, because yeah. the, because of the narrative. And I'm sure that happens in your community as well. And yep. when I look at like the history, historical arc, this might not sound like funniness to other people, but you think about like <laughs> when they tell stories like Thanksgiving, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. they're like making like, Oh man, everybody was so happy. <laughs> oh, there was such a good time, man. It was just family eating together. Those, those poor savages got a good meal. Yep, yeah. Yeah. And it and it's like even though I don't have anything against giving thanks at all, no, I think I, you should, time, yeah. Right at this time of year, I'm always like, I mean, I'm always like, man, I wonder what uh, indigenous people are thinking right now about this. And, you know, yeah, well, uh, what we're thinking is, oh man, we hope nobody sees us celebrating this because we like to eat too and hang out with family. Like, right, right, right. it's a day off. Like, it, right. we're not like we're not like drawing hand turkeys and being like, oh, thank God we had the pilgrims. Otherwise, right. where would we be? But like, right. right. I mean, 
you know, we're like quietly like having our day too. Right. We're yeah. on Instagram. We're like, fuck this holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, think I remember fair. when I was a kid, they had me freaking making the little pilgrim hat. And I'm like, I don't think I should be wearing this. Yeah. I don't think we should have buckles on our hat. That don't make no sense. Yeah, yeah, like, why, you, why, why is your hat so big that you got to buckle it to your head? Like, why get a hat that fits, dude? Like, I everybody know. back then was a seamstress, man. Just make it. Make it better. Yeah, I know. I, I think about all of those things that, like, in history that, I mean, we're having this big challenge with history right now where people don't want to hear multiple yeah. perspectives on history. They want it to be, yeah. like, one uniform one that makes everybody feel good. And it's like, what is up with that? And I, I like I think about that a lot, uh, especially in the, in the context of comedy, because I think yeah. it's, it's almost dangerous to not be able to tell the harmful stories. What do you think about? Well, it's, I yeah. Well, I mean, it's like like if if you look back at history and like you're not uncomfortable with the way that you did something, you're not growing, man. Like you're like right. you're blind to the fact that like everybody individually can grow but also as a collective society we can grow and if you look back and say no it was perfect these were the good old days that's how it should be like mm -hmm. you just like you i mean you like it's just it's not a like intelligent way to be like you're not you're not actually considering like that you are fallible and society's like i don't it's it's dangerous because like you can't like like we should always be moving forward and moving this needle like in the right direction of like good and positivity but there's a, a big contingent of people who just say like, no, 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 this is the way it was. This is what I like. This is what I think it's, that's what it is. It's like they're comfortable with that because they had a certain lifestyle during that time. Mm -hmm. And so right. they want that again, but the lifestyle that they had at that time was at the expense of other people. But right. to say that, like, and also I understand because like directly they didn't necessarily do anything them mm -hmm. themselves. It was right. like society as a collective and like government as a collective. So they like they have some like distance from that to be like, well, it wasn't me. I didn't do that. Like, why do I need to like now change these things? Because I didn't do anything personally. And it's like, right. right. But like that's we like it, it like. But can you not see that other people are suffering? Can you not right. like like where is like your empathy in that? Like it. Right. And like I also get it because like I got a lot of like poor white people in my family and like they had to they lived just as shitty as I lived growing up. Right, right. And like, you know, I had the extra layer of like native discrimination, but it doesn't change the fact that they also like had a shit go at it. Like, yeah. I, and, and so like, I get like, I like it's hard. I have a lot of empathy for like everybody. And so like, even yeah. when someone's like mean and hateful, I'm still like, well, I understand why you're like that. And like, yeah. you know, I still love you and hope that like, you can like, like we can be friends and you can get over that. Even if they're like, terrible i mean obviously yeah. like there's you know exceptions Layers. to that rule but like yeah but like i just you know i don't know i try to nah, see the good and, in everybody <laughs> and with people with complex backgrounds like ours where we have like mixed heritages as, as, and yeah. as well it makes it even more complicated because like i have like step family that's like straight they live in the trailer parks you know what i mean they were poor yeah yeah you know what i mean and they so just like all of that so i see that as well on an individual basis and it's i and i also understand like some people's tendency to think like well if we just make things as soft as possible and no one feels bad then blah yeah. blah blah but one comedy will suck if everybody comedy like, would be like, so bad dude if you don't like like that's like you're, you're meant to push that line and see where it's right. at and cross it and then right come back and like that's right. like part of it is just like part of it is calling out what's happening in the world 
but you do it in a way that like makes it a little more palatable. Like that's how right. like the jester would deliver bad news to the king. Like that, it right. goes back that far. Like to yeah. where you have like the the people of comedy. Like that gives us a lot of like. It makes us sound like we're doing a lot of good work. I mean, we're also just telling right. jokes sometimes. Right. Right. But like, yeah. but it is like the role of the comedian is like to to comment on what's going on and to say it yeah. in like a way that maybe you haven't thought about it before. Yeah, and I imagine like if we don't like keep that pushing that line and inviting people to like get curious and, and get uncomfortable and then bring them back into comfort with that laughing yeah. and all that stuff. Like the history is going to be looking real crazy. And then people are going to be telling stories like, okay, so then we traveled on this trip to America and uh, <laughs> we met these nice people and they were all timeshare salesmen and they gave us this land and they were like, you want to push, uh, yeah. you know, and then we had some other immigrants that came over and they were like, Hey, we want to do a lot of work. You we know, just want to work and we skills. want to do it for free. We, yeah, we want to develop. Yeah, we want to we want to be in, in, interns. There were all these black interns that all came. All these in. unpaid black interns. You know what? Yeah. You, I, I like that rebrand. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. That's a good like, way. Yeah. Oh wow, that was cool. I want to be an intern. Like I like that's what I'm like. I'm like, yo, come on, we can't I, we can't do this. I like that your community <laughs> was was interns and mine were uh, timeshare salesmen. Yeah. 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 Oh, huh? <laughs> oh, no, I don't know, man. But so, do, do you think there's anything off limits with comedy? That's one of the questions I like to ask folks because sometimes it's like obviously there's that edge, but no. is there anything you think off limits? I don't think anything's off limits because I think everybody is like allowed to like be made fun of and like mm. to laugh with you and to laugh at you. And like, I don't think, like, I know there's a lot of like, um, like you shouldn't punch down, but like, I think there's a difference between like a mean spirited joke and like joking about someone who's in like a different, like position than you. It's like, you can still like, I think, I think nothing is off limits in that way. I think just don't be a dick. Don't be mean spirited. Like you can, right. you can tell when it's like a like harmful thing that you're trying to do that you're trying to hurt someone versus like trying to say, Hey, I understand your experience this here's a joke about it to make you feel included in this because i think if like if you just start like saying like oh no we can't make fun of that we can't make fun of that we can't make fun of this it's like that's not the way people experience life like it mm -hmm. and like as comedians we're meant to like we're meant to do that we're meant to like make fun of stuff and like call out what's going on i like i eat we even at so at impact guild last year when they had the conference i did this mm -hmm. thanksgiving joke where i uh made the the, the joke it like is kind of like uh like i get invited to friendsgiving uh by my friends after they tell me they don't celebrate thanksgiving they're like we never celebrate that's an awful holiday what they did to you do you want to come to a friendsgiving and mm -hmm. like my joke is like i don't you don't get to just rebrand genocide like that right. i don't I don't call my Jewish friends and go, Oh no, no, that's awful. What happened to you? We would never celebrate that. But uh, do you want to come to a friend of cost? Yeah, and so like, that, that's like, <laughs> but like you, like some people would say, Oh, you can't make fun of Jewish people. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not making fun of them at all. I'm saying right. like, like both of these were genocides. They're both right. awful. Like, you don't right. get to just rebrand it. Like that's where right. it's at. Like, right. but like doing it in a way that's like, Oh, clever and kind of funny. And like, right. Funny enough that like one of my friends from impact, Guild, she literally told it at her Thanksgiving with her family. 
like told mm. that joke to them. Like, and right. so like, you just like, like, I don't think anything is off limits. I think like, right. as long as you're not doing it in mean spirit, like everybody, everybody wants to laugh and have fun. I mean, some people right. don't, you know, but right. I think right. they should. <laughs> right. I, uh, yeah. I, I don't know if you remember, have you ever seen that, uh, key and P was it key and peel? I mean, key and peel yeah. where the guy, He's going around doing jokes and he's joking everybody. And then this uh -huh. one guy says, do me. And the guy's like burned up and he has like a, oh, the yeah, voice dude, recorder thing. Good. Do yep. me. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, tries to avoid, avoid him. Yep. And then he's like, and he's like, nah, do me, do me. And then, <laughs> well, like, and then dude, when he, it's, oh yeah. <laughs> well, like, okay. So like, here's another uh, thing that I think. So like, I do this joke about, you know, the acronym BIPOC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I don't they like just it, took, boy. I know it. I hate it. They Me like too. took they took two races out of it and put us in front, which like cool. I like the preferential treatment, but also like why? And so like right. I do this bit where I'm like, uh, we have a new acronym, Black Indigenous, all you other motherfuckers, and then I go, and then whatever the predominant race is in the crowd, I'll go. I don't make the rules, but I'm better. We're better than you know if it's the Japanese, the Mexicans, whatever. Right. You just like and like people would be like oh you're making fun of them it's like no i'm calling out the hypocrisy and inclusion by excluding everybody from the acronym like yep. extracting two and putting them in front and being like no they're the better ones y'all are all <laughs> yeah, y'all exactly. stay in poc so yeah, like yeah yeah, yeah. Just, yeah i know i know that's hilarious i like it, it's funny because i don't like that term and i'll and i try to mm -hmm. i'll say like look you can use that term if you want to i understand what you mean when you use that term and i don't sure. like it you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like a, and that's definitely a funny one. <laughs> um, what's I thinking about? Oh, I was, I learned one time, like people do want to feel included, even when it's like, like it was a story. I was a kid when I was a kid, there was this one dude, he was a bully, but he was in a wheelchair. Right. And Ooh, so he would always beautiful. like, <laughs> there was a, we had at our school, we had one uh, deaf bully and one wheelchair bully. Dude, what school did you go to? It was, it was a special school, school for the man. Blind. So, so the wheelchair guy, he would be like, he would roll through the lunch line and be like, get the hell out of my way, get the hell out of my way. And he would just be telling people to move so he could yeah. get up to the front of the line. And I was yeah. like, and I and he I saw him do it to other people, but it was never I was usually like not closer to the front when he did it. So it never like directly impacted me. But I would just like watch him. And I'd be like, man, that dude's a bully. And then one day I was so <laughs> yeah. happy to be up to the front of the line and he rolled up to me. He was like, get the hell out of the way. <laughs> and then I, said, I looked at him and said, hey, man. Um, I was like, I was like, man, you better uh, calm your A down for I'll take you and roll your A to the back of the line. And yeah, everybody funny. was like, I'm going to put your brakes on. <laughs> yeah. And everybody was like, <gasps> like shocked that I did it because people just let him do that because mm -hmm. he was in a wheelchair and he would just like talk to people any kind of way. And he was like, what? No. And then I grabbed his wheelchair and I said, I'm telling you, man, I'm going to roll you to the back of the line. <laughs> and then everybody, and then they were like, I can't believe you did that. Because I was always seen like a super nice dude. Yeah. But I couldn't stand that he was being that way. And I was like, I treated him just like everybody else. And the next As time I should. saw that dude, next time he was in line, he was like, hey, man, how's it going? Totally chill, was loving me. And for the Dang. rest of the time I was in school, he was like, you stood up to chill. the bully, I'm not going to say anything about the deaf bully. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't be able to hear you anyway, you know? Right, right, right. But <laughs> but it was like, it was like that showed me like everybody wants to be treated like 
everybody. They want to be, we yeah. want to be included, even when it's uh when it's bringing us more into our humanity, calling us into ourselves. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? And comedy does that. It can do that. It can do that if it's not mean spirited. Like it's right, like exactly. it's that thing where like it also it feels meaner. Like if you like if you're joking about everybody and then you go to someone and you go, oh, I can't make fun of you. I feel bad for you. Like, right. How do you think that makes them feel like that? Right. Like it's it's very easy to like get a hero complex and be like, I'm standing up for them. And it's like, no, dude, like let them stand up for themselves sometimes. Exactly. And also like allow them to like be treated as an equal. Like if yeah. if everybody's like taking the piss out of everybody and then you like go around and you just don't that person like you've excluded them. You've done right. exactly like the opposite of what you're trying to do. Yeah. And you're a not lot allowing people, them think, to be real. A lot of people can't see that when they're, they're trying to be good people. So they can't see mm -hmm. the complexities of it. Like how what we're yeah. sharing right now. Like I had a person try to defend my honor and I was like, I'm offended that you're defending me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I didn't need it, but yep. they just did it trying to be a good person. But somebody sure. said, you know how it is in the South, like how we were joking yep. and we we're like, you're, Back in the day, you either black, white, or Mexican. Like, like if you weren't <laughs> dude, black or white, then then it's like oh, whatever. You're Mexican. Oh yeah, dude. Even in Oklahoma, my dad, like everybody, just was like, "Oh, so you're Mexican?" He'd be like, "No, I'm Chickasaw," and they'd be like, "Okay, what kind of Mexican is that?" Yeah, yeah, exactly. And a lot of people, <laughs> I, I tell people that out here, and they're like, "What?" Yeah. And I'm like, "I'm telling you that they're like, yeah." When I was growing up, it was like you're black, white, or some kind of Mexican, <laughs> or some kind too. Like, yeah. like all of South America, everything, all of that. You get out of the U.S., it's like Mexico South, Mexico North. Like, who knows? <laughs> yeah, all those like, all those different complexities of like, I don't know. It's just, it's hilarious. But uh, given all that we're saying about there's no, you know, no uh, off nothing off limits or anything like that. Have you yeah. ever had like an encounter with somebody who felt like, yeah, that was off limits and gotten pissed at you? Like, is, you have like a really bad reaction. What's the worst? Uh, reaction you had to a bitch you did oh man I, the worst re so there i'm gonna leave names out of it uh yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah yeah so i was asked to do uh this little like show for a politician and uh it was like a fundraiser show and i was asked as a comedian to do 15 minutes and i was like great that'll be awesome like would love to do that like support like the values of like this politician etc cetera, etc cetera. let me do that um i get there and it's like very much like a political rally and the people who are mm. there don't want comedy they mm. don't want it at all they like are primed because of all the stump speeches being given are primed to like feel like angry and self-righteous and like we're gonna mm -hmm. change things and like that's not like like my comedy will call stuff out but it does so in a way where it like it like it's meant to like make you feel uncomfortable in a, a little bit like right. because i'm talking about race a lot i'm talking mm -hmm. about paul all these things but like if you listen to the whole, whole joke you'll see where i come around and you can see like my thought and my actual viewpoint on it but right. I'm going to lead you down some shit where you're like unsure because that's right. like part of like the uncomfortableness of comedy. So I was doing like, I first, I like got up and did this j joke about, I, well, here's how I knew it was going to go bad. I got up and I said, uh, uh, I think it's important before we start this, that I let everyone know that I'm native American. Otherwise this is going to be real racist real fast. And then I go, uh, 
And they were like, okay, wait, like, hang on. They didn't know whether to laugh or not. And then I go, I'm an enrolled member of the Chickasaw Nation. And then they clapped. And I was like, oh, no. I was oh, like, they man. clapped just because I'm native. Like that, I was right. like, this crowd's going to hate me. Because then yep. my bit right after that is, uh, uh, I'm an enrolled member of the Chickasaw Nation, but tonight I'm wearing the traditional regalia of the fuckboy nation. <laughs> and they were like, oh, gross. And then for 15 minutes, I bombed steady. Like the whole set, man. just crickets. And I was like, I'm not backing down from this. Like, yeah. I like, I was like trying to talk to people in the crowd too. Like, and like, they just, uh, they did not want comedy and they did not want jokes that like made fun of them because I was also calling them out for like, like they have these like lofty ideals, but they don't necessarily like stick to them or do any actionable items towards that. They just talk right. about them. And right. like I kind of like that's a part of like some of my jokes, right. and they 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 did not like that. But that I would like they thought everything that I did was off limits. Like there were groans. Oh man, there were like there were two people in the audience that I saw that were having a good time uh, because they were not there for politics. They actually came to see comedy because it was at a right. comedy club, which is also oh, wow. like bizarre and. Uh, so eventually I was like, I'm doing the show for these two people. Like I'm just, right. all these other people were like, they, they've already said, we think you're a racist. We think you're a bad, like, yeah, it was, you know, one of those things. They didn't want it. They thought everything right. was off limits. That's yeah. terrible, man. Uh, I bombed, I bombed in Hawaii, but I'm mostly bombed. I probably like 50% bombed. And, uh, but it, and it, it was a, a nice little, uh, ego check it you humbles know. you real quick you're like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is hard yeah <laughs> i know um i told a joke uh, about uh proper grammar because like my mom it was like a code switching joke and my mom spoke what you call proper grammar so she didn't let me speak slang she didn't let me like any of these things like that and then we were super christian oh, so when yeah. i was younger so i like i just spoke proper grammar but when i in my neighborhood yeah. they would say i talk like a white person right so that was so yeah. I went to this whole joke about it and a lot of people were laughed, but this one um this one guy, he uh he basically was like uh afterwards he wanted to talk to me and then he was telling me like all the virtues of talking with proper grammar and uh he was like don't let people put you down and make you feel like you uh can't speak proper grammar it's better for you than speaking like and i was like oh jesus dude you're like like <laughs> what like what like what what are you gonna finish that sentence please <laughs> exactly yeah. i was like oh good lord but i was like oh thanks sir whatever i gotta get out of here but yeah so what, what would you say is the best um response you ever had to a joke or a bit that you did or some like somebody's best reaction to it so i've like it, like you know like you do comedy for a long while and like a lot of it's like you know about you like about stuff like that sort of thing it's like and like you're doing more like joke jokes to like set up punchline and then like you finally transition into like telling stories that mm -hmm. like are full of jokes and stuff and like i've sort of like i've hit that point where i'm like now i'm doing like more story bits and mm -hmm. like the, i like it was like it was it was it quick for me like the stories that I'm telling a lot of my friends and the way that I tell them, if I write them the way that I do stand up, like those will be where like that special sauce is like, that's where my voice mm -hmm. is because that's like, that's true. And those are like, those experiences are universal. So I, 
I think the best response I've had so far was to the like a relatively new bit, but it's been a story that like I've been telling for like the past like eight years uh, about. Mm. Uh, I even told I told y'all a little bit at the the table at Impact Guild about how uh, a booby trap me and my cousin and my brother set had two two of my other cousins. One of them killed the other one over it, and mm. like so like that story. Like it, it like it's like a, almost a, like it's like eight to ten minute bit and like people are responding well. Like even at like even in like shitty bar shows where like mm-hmm. you go in and like people don't like know if they're meant like they're like, why'd you turn off the TVs? Like we were watching football. Oh, now you're doing comedy. We don't like this. Like even right, in right. those settings, like it's like it's drawing people in and like people are leaning in and laughing at the right times. And like it's that's like and that one like it's literally just it's like something that happened as a kid right uh but yeah yeah i think like i think comedy is evolving now um one of the upsides of like canceling people and um all this other stuff like that is that i think it's um inviting folks to tell more stories that have more narrative to it that people can kind of locate themselves in the story but it also embraces like that comic element and the the tr- it's also like a full bodied full emotional experience so that the people yeah. like when i did this bit about my mom having dementia like she, she in the last time i told it this uh woman my mom was yelling at this woman in the uh-huh. facility that she was in and yeah. calling the lady telling her she looked stupid and all this other stuff right and uh-huh. then like a few minutes later my mom was comforting this person and it was the same person my and my mom was like my That's mom funny. had insulted the lady, made her cry, and then forgot, and then was comforting her. And was like, oh, who hurt you, honey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was my yeah. mom. And I was on the phone with her, like, like mom, it's you. And it's like, uh, and it was like, people were laughing, but I, I opened it with saying, you know, kind of telling a little bit about, you know, I used to wish that I could get some of my mom's old self back. And then I saw yeah. her being like that to that lady. So I'm like, do I want her back? Dude, also that, you, you could also be like, uh, uh, like, uh, dementia's made my mom like start gaslighting people. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which, well, she was doing it before dementia, now yeah. she just does it faster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now she now she has an excuse that's like, oh, okay, she got dementia, she don't know no better. <laughs> yeah, I sometimes wonder if my mom's like just messing with me, and then one day she's gonna be like, I'll have dementia, <laughs> boy, I'm with you. I'm like. <laughs> You idiot. <laughs> yeah. Like all these years. Why would you do this to me? You know? Oh, you cried, bitch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that would be terrible. Oh my goodness. Uh so now one of the questions we like to ask folks is like, uh, yeah. what's so funny about? And then we try to pick something that probably shouldn't be funny and then oh, ask wow. like What's so what's so funny about it? I'm off now. Now I'm almost nervous to say something. <laughs> now I'm trying to be. Now I'm like, okay, hold on. I don't want to say yeah, anything. Let's not go there. Like, yeah. Too, yeah. 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 Um, what's so funny about infidelity? What's in so a relationship? Infidelity. Yeah. Um, what could be funny about it? Um, when I start thinking about it, is like, uh, like. What if the other, like the person that you're like cheating with, is like real ugly? That's like silly. That's the first thing. Um, I- yeah, just like uh, there can be funniness and like how you get caught doing it too. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm trying to think of like a, a reverse. There could also, it's also funny if like, uh, now I'm just trying to think of like how I'd write a sketch about it. Um, right, right. If like they think you're cheating, but really like you're sending all these like texts that are like sort of flirty, but it's like, you're like, I don't know, talking about a bag of Doritos, like something stupid. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. You can make it like, you can make that funny. What do you think about? What do you think's funny about it? Well, I, the first thing I thought about was um, if I cheated with, not me personally, but like if somebody cheated with somebody, that that person thought like, like say they thought themselves would be a 10 and then the other person, they thought it was like a two or something. And then they would yeah. just be like, you know, or they caught them che- like cheating on them with like a like a blow up doll or something like that, or yeah. AI robot like with AI the like AI stuff. Like if they found yeah. out they had like a, a relationship with an AI bot instead of them, uh-huh. but they knew that they were like that sort of thing. I started thinking about like something that the person would be like, I can't because some people they'll if you cheat. I've met people where like if you cheat with somebody they think it's better than them, they're like, oh, I can see why you did that. <laughs> Like, oh, oh, oh no, wow. Good okay. job. Yeah. You, oh, cheated wow. On, you cheated on me on, with uh, Miss America. Okay. Well, hey, awesome. Man, you know what? Good job. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they <laughs> so, like high five you. Yeah. 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 Like the kind of like the way our brains work when we like put everything in like categories and stuff like that. And we're like, well, hey. And, and they might even go like, well, if I got with somebody who can date that somebody like that, then I must be pretty high up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I got a guy who can meet who can or a woman or whatever the case may be. Yep. Yeah, because humans are just goofball. Uh-huh. Or like it's funny, like if that if like uh uh no, I don't know. I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> it just oh, that's went sorry. away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like it, it, Obviously, infidelity is bad, but right. uh, like you know, it, it, I'm trying to think of like I'm trying to write a joke right now in my head, and it's just not like coming. Not, to it's me. not coming. Hey, but this is the process, man. Yeah, let me see. I wrote. Uh, I got some like stuff that I was trying to write jokes about. That's like dark. That like uh, we could be like, what's so funny about that? Yeah. Oh, uh, what's so funny about prison? Like that's oh, like, yeah. and like, what's funny about that to me? I've actually written a lot of jokes about it. Is like mm-hmm. growing up, so much of my family like went to prison that I thought it was like a rite of passage and just something that you have to do in life. Right. So I thought right. I would like I always always wanted to go to college, but I, I thought like I would go through high school, I graduate high school, I would do a couple years in prison, and then I would like go to college after I got out of prison because yeah. I thought like you just like, I thought like, because so many people in my family were going to prison. I thought you just go to prison. Like that's part of like, it's like mandatory service. Like you just got to go to prison for a little while. And then like you come and do what you want to do. No, I know exactly what you mean. I had a friend, we were talking and he was like, we're sitting now. And he said, uh, he's like, Yo, you know what, man, I wish that I could just, uh, have a regular life like everybody else. And I was like, oh yeah. And he said, I wish all six of my kids had the same mama. And then I was just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, I said, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we were talking and stuff. And then he said, and he said, he said, but God's working on me. And he said, and this is what's going to happen. He was like, I'm going to sell drugs for a couple more years. Then oh. I'm going to go to jail. And then when I get out of jail, I'm going to come back and I'm going to be a minister. And I was like, why you got to put the jail part in there? 
Yeah, why you gotta do that? Yeah. You, you know what? He needs a good like he needs to be able to testify right. He needs like a right. good story. Otherwise, good like, story. like why are you yeah? Man, whatever. You didn't even go to jail. Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You skipped the you skipped the line, and I I, uh, I used to think that same thing. I mean, I didn't think I was gonna go. I thought yeah. I would rather be dead than go because I when I was younger, I, my options were like, okay, chances are people are telling me this narrative that I'm gonna be dead or in prison by the time I'm 18 is like that's the likelihood, you know, in our oh, in the society. And so I was like, well, yeah. I don't want to go to jail. Cause I probably end up being somebody's girlfriend, but I wasn't intentionally wanting to do. So I was like, <laughs> all right, uh, I'm probably just going to dive in. You know, that, that's the better <laughs> yeah. option. Hey man, at 18, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll be, I'll be out. I'll see y'all. <laughs> yep. And then when I was still alive, when I was 18, I said, Oh, what? They didn't catch me. And I was like, let me go join the military. <laughs> I joined the military. And then when I went to the military, I kept thinking like, Oh yeah. Any day now they're going to send me somewhere. And I'm going to get killed. <laughs> and the story will be written away. And then I started thinking like, hold on, man. Why do I, why did I incorporate this in my story so much that yeah. I was anticipating it? I even had like my last words and everything. Oh, okay. like, you like, you yeah. wrote it out. Yeah. It, well, in my head, I would repeat it to myself. Like, and when I'm dying, I'm going to be like, no matter what my wife thought, I feel like I married when I was young. I loved her and I never cheated. <laughs> oh, man. Tell her, tell her I never cheated. And I was like, oh. Then I was Dang. like, this is stupid, man. Let me, let me go to college. Dude, like my, uh, so one of my uncles, he like, he was in and out of prison. And like, when he would, he like, he had, he would get like prison tattoos while he's in, but they wouldn't like get finished because he'd be out before he could like <laughs> afford to get it all the way done. And so, like, oh, nice. for the longest time, he had uh, on his chest and stomach, like, uh, half the top half of the Virgin Mary. And so, like, when he would, like, pass out on drugs in the front room, we would, like, come in with, like, magic marker and, like, draw the bottom half. So, like, sometimes it'd be, like, a horse. Sometimes it'd be, like, a mermaid. And then he'd wake up and be like, what the fuck you kids do, man? It's in their sad plate. Sometimes when you're growing up here, you have that kind of stuff. If you survive it, it's definitely worth the stories. Oh, a hundred dude. Yeah. Like again, like if people like people who don't have that, they'd look at that and be like, Why are you laughing about that? That man was like dealing with like drug addiction and recidivism and poverty and all that. And it's like, right. yeah, we know. But yeah. like it's still funny that he like couldn't get the tattoo finished and like yeah. that we as kids we're drawing it. That's silly. Like yeah. in the spot, in the face of all this tragedy that on the outside, be like, Oh, how terrible. Like the people inside are still having to live. Like we're still yeah, having to exactly. find ways to cope with that. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's part of like humanizing like every, every uh, place that you find a human being, there is a way of humanizing it. And there's also a way of having a whole life in it. Even if it's a container that's like, uh, not the ideal container. There's still some way yeah. of appreciating different dimensions of life. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I totally get that, man. That is a uh, that's something, man. You need to make a film about that, like that, put that a scene in a film uh -huh. of like filling in the tattoo. That would be hilarious, oh, dude. So, I, like, I mean, like, I'm getting close to that. I just did this short with Disney and AFI, and like, it's about. It's called Ricky Killed a Guy, and it's about like this dude who gets out of prison after serving twenty years and like tries to readjust into society. And like mm -hmm. it's 
it's full of those sort of like real like tragic moments but the people in it are like making fun of it and like trying to live their life so like that i mean that that one that specific thing won't be in it but a lot of those like experiences of like growing yeah. up around that are definitely in it uh, for some reason yeah. <laughs> there was this dude he uh in my old neighborhood he was passed out drunk i was like i don't know man i was always trying to be a good samaritan yeah he was passed out drunk and i went up to him and i was like sir are you okay are you okay and i was like checking on him right he just yeah. hopped up and he was like, What'd you do? Would you touch me? And I don't know what he thought I was doing to him, but he started chasing me. Oh, and no. I was running down the street and I'm like, ah, and I'm trying to get from him, get away from him. And these three old heads were sitting there. Uh, old heads for people who don't know, it's like three old dudes. The old black <laughs> dudes were sitting there. Yep. And they were watching this dude chase me and they were like, they were laughing. <laughs> they were like, he's gonna get him, he's gonna get him. And I was like, help me. And they're like, no, nah, man, you got it. Just, they were just laughing, and the dude caught me, and he grabbed me, and he picked me up off the ground, and literally lifted me over his head, and was oh, like, shit. and then passed out again, and then collapsed, and then I fell on top of him. <laughs> and then he wakes up, why are you on top of me? <laughs> yeah, then I was like, oh, shit. Then I ran back to the house, and I was like, I was like, y'all be ashamed of yourselves. <laughs> but it's like, now, because I survived it, it's hilarious. Oh, dude, yeah. It's so, like, yeah, what, like in the moment, like that could have been like it's obviously scary, but like it's still it's hilarious to talk about now, right? And that's like I think like uh, that comic, the uh, comedy formula of tragedy plus time, is like yeah. is kind of yeah. like a really universal formula for uh, you know a part of our human resilience, our capacity to be resilient. And I think yeah. like the importance of doing things like this and like liberation comedy or or asking what's so funny about things that we don't normally laugh at is it yeah. it is a testament that even in the harshest times, we will find a way to make ourselves okay over time. Yeah. And if we and if exactly. we can do that now, then maybe we can back off on some of the intensity, some of the harm that we do. Because a lot of yeah. times we do harm because we're afraid we won't be okay. But that's if we can accurate. like embed that, so yeah, man, that's uh, awesome. Well, I'm, I, it's been awesome talking to you, and um, yeah, I uh, I love laughing, and I and I love uh, being able to to connect with you over this. So, like, if people want to learn more about what you're doing, what would be a good way to contact you or website or something like that you'd want people to visit? Oh man, they can it, just on Instagram um, at Blake Pickens. Like that's just hit me up on there, follow me there. Like that's uh, that's where I've post a lot of stuff that's kind of where i'm the most active and like awesome uh yeah that would be where to find me awesome well if i make my my way out to oklahoma um i'll well you're not even in oklahoma what am i oh, talking i'm in about? la now yeah, yeah yeah i'll be back for like if Christmas, i make my way like, to oklahoma like... i'll take pictures of it and say look what you're missing <laughs> and just text it to me yeah and then text it to you but wait did for... you did you oh. want to did we talk about thanksgiving at all or did we kind of just like gloss over it i know this is the we thanksgiving episode gloss over it but if you want to hit up some, here's some bonus content. All right, Thanksgiving. We're back. <laughs> no, I just, because I was like, hang on, we had a good conversation, but like we didn't, like we just said pilgrims, haha, and then kept moving on, <laughs> which is kind of what the, so, okay, my deal with Thanksgiving specifically is like growing up in Oklahoma, it was a weird time because Oklahoma was like the end of the Trail of Tears. That's how my right. family ended up there. Like that's like the, like, 
that's like there's so many natives in that place. But mm-hmm. the state's history is very anti-native because once they found oil and everything there, they started pushing the Indians, like pushing us like further south. Like right. the like it the the like racism is embedded into the state, right? Like there's right. still a holiday called the Oklahoma Land Run of ni- 1889, where mm. we would literally in school, it was like a holiday you'd celebrate. People would make t-shirts and they would like give you like a stake and you could go out on the playground and stake your claim on the playground. And it's literally when they took the land from the native people and then gave it all to white settlers. And then like, that's a holiday and they celebrate it to this day. It's still celebrated. In addition to that, the university of Oklahoma, the sooner like that mascot, the sooners are the people who during the land run before they shot the gun and went out and like on the boom, the boomers, the sooners Hmm. are the people who cheated and stole the land first. Like they went out before the gun and stole all this land. And like, that's how Oklahoma city was founded. Like a number, like, and so all of that, like anti native is like built into it. So then like Thanksgiving in Oklahoma is like an extra layer of it where like, it's literally, you have all this built in, you have the end of the trail of tears there. You have all of this. And they're like, aren't we doing, weren't the pilgrims so nice? Weren't they just good people? Didn't they, did they just like did so much good stuff? Like, Oh, it's all love. And it's like, I don't know yeah. about that, man. I don't know if it is. So it was like, growing up, it was weird for me because like, my family's very mixed, but like, at the same time, like, we want to, like, everybody gets that day off from work who doesn't work retail and like, you know, like, right. it, like you get to like, go and be with family, but you feel weird at the same time because you're like, are we like, can't we do this like the day before or something? Like, you know, like, just take that power away from the day because like, a holiday where you give thanks and be with family is a beautiful thing. It's like, you don't right. need the trappings of like pilgrims and Indians. Like it's weird to like make a hand Turkey when like the, what happened is like a genocide and you're right. like, but like, it's like, look at this Turkey. Yeah. No, nah, no, nah, I hear you, man. And it's the, the complexity too, like of the history rewrites and the kind of like trying to make things more palatable is yeah. besides robbing p- other people of their experiences and what they, what has informed how they show up in the world. It's like it, I don't know. I like some people say, I like, I overthink it. Cause I used to always yeah. say like, once I've discovered the things I'd be like, Hey, but we know this is what's really going down. Like, yeah, you know, we should, we should reimagine this, but it's like, it's so complicated because the people when you tell them it's feel like you're taking something away from them by asking yeah. to be included exactly and, and you're let your story be included and i had a freaking experience man when i was in uh third grade uh-huh. uh my we had like a little uh, play and my teacher wanted me to be robert e lee no she didn't yeah <laughs> and i said i said what and she said, so she hang said on can you be, you're gonna be robert e lee <laughs> And I said, yeah. I don't think I should be Robert E. Lee. And she was like, why not? And I was like, because I'm black. And then yeah. she was like, and then she said, well, it's not about race. It's about great Virginians because we lived in Virginia. And she was like, no, it's about, it's great, about Vir- great Virginians. Yeah. And she was like, <laughs> and he, uh, and she said, he, she said he didn't really uh, care. He didn't really uh, support slavery. He just didn't want to fight against his brothers in Virginia. And so he oh, uh, he on. he fought for Virginia. So this is like just doing a play for great Virginians. And then I was like, I still felt like terrible, but I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. 
And then I'm in third grade. How do I do this? Yeah. Yeah. And I made a little hand puppet uh, of Robert E. Lee. And I'm like, hi, I'm Robert E. Lee. (laughs) I'm a great Virginian. I love black people. (laughs) They're my favorite people. I'm not not fighting for slavery. I'm just fighting for my home. I'm like, "Uh, (laughs) this is not right. And then I told my uncle, he was like, oh, my God, I have to do the same thing. And I was like, no, that's terrible. But in in those people's mind, they think they're doing equality. Mm-hmm. They, dude, I know. They're like, no, no, no. We're recasting Robert E. Lee as black. Yeah, that's a, yeah. like. <laughs> what do you mean? We're doing the right thing. Yeah, I mean, actually, that would be kind of fun. <laughs> that I, it kind of would be. Yeah, what's so funny about Robert E. Lee? <laughs> yep. He's if he's cast black. Yeah, yeah. It's like the Chappelle oh sketch where, like, you, uh, uh, he's like the black blind Ku Klux Klan guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Oh Jesus, man! But it's uh, I, I'm glad we were able to touch on that. That's bonus content. Yes. I'll add it as bonus content, and it's good talking to you. And uh, I hope that we get to pull off uh, another uh, a liberation comedy uh, event out here in Colorado. Yeah, would be. Yeah, awesome. I'd love that. Yeah, yeah that'd be amazing. That'd be awesome, awesome. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Please like and subscribe. The What's So Funny About podcast was brought to you by the Liberation Comedy Project, which is being incubated by Mediators Foundation, mediatorsfoundation.org, and managed by Unify, Y-O-U-N-I-F-Y.org. Stay tuned for future episodes and check out past episodes as we work to bring more light, laughter, and love to this world through the Liberation Comedy Project. Bye for now.